0: Hey, 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 it's your girl Crystal, and I got my girls with me. Say what's up, ladies. Hey, this is Sybil. Hey, it's Tiffany. Hey, it's LaShonda. And this is our podcast,
1: The T shirt
0: It's four different women with four different perspectives. We'll be talking about friendships, relationships, love, and family, and everything under the sun. Whatever you're thinking, we're going to say it, even the things we shouldn't say. So bubble up. Hold on to your edges and wigs, because it's about to be a bumpy ride. Hey guys, we're still in the pandemic. I repeat, we're still in the pandemic, okay? um, So we know that we talked about mental health, and you know, all the things that are going on during the pandemic, and all these things can seem really heavy and negative, but on the bright side, there are some positive things happening too. So we wanted to talk about those positive things and you may be stuck in finding something positive during the pandemic. So guess what? Here's your chance. We're going to give you a chance to figure out some great things you can do. And I'm going to throw it to my girl, tips so she can help you out.
1: Yeah. So today we'll talk about just like a list of some great things that have actually came out of the pandemic to just give it a twist because I know we've all been stuck inside or stuck in unideal conditions, especially if we had a lot of plans for 2020 and they have not turned out how you wanted. But there have been a few things that have been a positive of this pandemic. And the first one that I didn't even think to mention until right now is the ability to work from home. If you've been stuck in an office and have been commuting and had a long commute, you you know, maybe you didn't really like your office coworkers or you were just, you know, I just need to get out of the office. And there was no way to do this without taking on another job that was permanently from home. But then you got the wonderful opportunity to work from home. How has that been for you guys? Like, just the opportunity to just be at home and work and, like, back instead of it being like an unnormal thing where it's like one day a week, it's like five days a week you've been working from home. What are y'all thoughts? Like, y'all ready to get back in the office or, like, how y'all feeling? Cause- Girl, stop asking Cause we ready to get back in the office. Stop playing.
0: You know, I do not want to wear any clothes. Stop, okay? Listen, I'm loving my sweats and my t shirts. I don't even know what real clothes feel like. If I got to wear real clothes, you might not need to invite me because I don't know what that feels like anymore, okay?
2: That's the best quote of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> if I got to wear real clothes, you may not need to invite me. Exactly. Don't invite
0: me. I'm too comfortable, okay? If you want me to show up at your little, you know, five-star event with some sweats on, then we need to discuss that beforehand. But if you don't want me to show up, just Zoom me in, sis, okay? <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm, I've become a fan of working from home um you know it's it's not a commute thing but really like for me i'm always more productive when i'm able to kind of not necessarily work at my own pace but like i have fewer interruptions so like people may not stop by to be like hey so what do you think about this like for me i've noticed people tend to take a little more time to try and figure it out themselves when you work remotely than just being like oh well let me stop by and then you know you got 16 things that you were supposed to do, but you can't do your job because you are busy helping everybody else do theirs. Right. So that's been good. And you know, I finally let go of being um, on camera because uh, why? So that's stopped. I'm also extremely expressive and why tell on myself? Because at least in a big meeting around at a table, I'm at the end of the table, you can't see the facial expressions I'm making. But when we're all on gallery view, that's just asking for trouble. So, and then I forget and I'm rolling my eyes like, nope, no, 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 just turn that camera off. And me and my sweatpants are going to be just fine. You hear my audio. There we go.
1: I will say, I mean, I was working from home before the pandemic. And so that's continued, but I love it. I love not wearing real clothes. I love, well, one, I never had to turn on a video, which for me, y'all know, I'm not a morning person at all. Like that's just, keep me lifted so in the mornings like I'll be real like I like being able to keep my bonding on a little bit longer but still being able to dial into my conference call you know bras are really overrated um, so just being able to adjust the video if necessary so I can still be comfortable but you know, I'm not out here, you know, showing my girls off, but you know, we're still working and comfortable. And that's, I feel like, is the goal of 2020. That's been the positive of 2020 is being comfortable at work. And whether that's because you were in leggings, because you were sitting on your couch or in your bed or however you want to work, that has been a positive, I feel like, for a lot of people. I know it was a rough transition for most, because again, if you're used to the structure of going into the office, X, Y, and Z. But I Mm -hmm. see a lot of people turning the corner of like, okay, but here's some benefits of me actually being at home and just, you know, and I know as a mom, I've always liked the ability to be at home in case, you know, for whatever, if my child is sick, I don't have to feel like I need to go do anything weird or take off, like where we can both be here together and I can still be just as productive. So I think that was a really great aspect of it. And the fact that it showed companies, like people can work from home and still do their job. Um, Right. And I feel like for a lot of companies, it was like maybe some departments, but not all departments. Um, but you know, this pandemic forced everybody to be home. So unfortunately, and unfortunately it forced them to realize, okay, more people could be working from home or taking a day to like watch their kids, but still able to be productive and not having to take like a full day off. Um, and it kind of showcased that, which I thought was really great. I mean, that can only be a positive because I feel like, you know, not having to worry about like an hour commute each way every day or trying to like you know be a part of office politics because i feel like you can't really do that when you're at home because it's just you your partner or just you at home like so you ain't got to worry about like you know how's the weather how's your kid like you ain't got to do any of that unless you want to but by then you skype you you would have already did that anyway these are people you would have already yeah. talked to. But it's eliminating a lot of that extra stuff that you don't necessarily need that has nothing to do with your job. Um, so that's been great. I, I mean, I like that. I understand it's caused a lot of, You I mean, you online more, so now you have to have more calls, conference calls and like virtual calls and meetings or whatever, which is a switch. Um, but at the same time, you at least you can do it from your like couch, which, No complaints here from that. And so the next positive thing that I was going to bring up is um, a big one that everyone's been talking about. If you are a homeowner currently or looking for a home, it's just the interest rates have gone down significantly to the point where people have been able to refinance their mortgages. And now the number's looking great. Um, If you are in the market to buy a home, the interest rates are beautiful right now. Even when it comes to like even getting a car financed, like a lot of interest rates for a lot of things have gone down for student loans it's currently at 0% if you have a loan, which that's like a cheat code right there. If you're paying off your loan, you're not you're paying directly into your principal and not paying an interest, which is huge. huge. Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of things financially, which 2020 has been kind of hard. But also some positives, and that's one of the positives is that the interest rates of a lot of a big important bills have either gone down or can be modified or at zero percent, which is huge. Or your loans have been deferred, which, amen. Save <laughs> so like, Yeah, save that money.
0: I I agree with that, but can can we get some forgiveness? Like, I'm just saying, can you forgive my loans? Like, listen. my 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 vote is already made up for the next president you know but I will say that if you could forgive my loans I may sway a little You yeah. know, if you really want my vote, you are gonna have to work for
1: it. <laughs> and the thing is, if you get ten to twenty thousand off, that for so many people that would like free up a large bill or just a bill that they're paying every month. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I definitely think forgive loan forgiveness, should be high on the list. But in the meantime, in between time, I'll take my lower interest rates. Right. I will say, like,
2: paying off my student debt is something I'm like, well in 20 or 30 years when this is all paid off I'm gonna be living the high life so just like this this small taste of like what it's like to not have several hundred dollars coming out of your account every month for this I was just like I'm not gonna know what to do with myself when these loans are actually paid off like all this extra income now I see why people are so happy when they're like oh yeah my loans are paid off and I'm like I don't think I'll ever know how that feels but (laughs) This is very nice. Like, I feel like when things get back to normal and, you know, I'm able to, I don't know, start making a plan to get, get that student loan, you know, really start tackling it. This is a nice, you know, motivation to like a motivator to be like, all right, once it's done, it's really going to be worth it. Because right now, like, it's just nice not to have to pay that every month and like yeah. make other plans especially this, I mean of course with the state of the world it's always nice to like be like okay one less thing I don't have to worry about but it's a good incentive for the future absolutely
0: yeah and if y'all need a house or a car Tiffany just told y'all this is a good time so go get that house and that car okay so I'm need for you to like fit this well you can listen to this on the way there to the car dealership and then just turn it back on me in your new car okay
2: (laughs) or get a friend friend, (laughs) and i'm gonna tell you do not let the salesman haggle you into something that you do not want come in with your budget and tell them exactly what you want and do not go any any further (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. also get a friend who has taken advantage of the low housing interest rates and see if they have an extra room in their home a new home they're purchasing and feel free to offer your services as an au pair you know a living babysitter that way you can move in with them and save even more money and they get help with the kids everybody Hilarious.
0: wins so when so, are you moving
2: in girl, <laughs> i mean it's the end of august we can we can do this <laughs> <laughs> you just let just me know can't say.
1: yeah yes. you know exactly but yeah so like another positive if you're trying to make a larger purchase, this year was actually a really good year to do that. And I heard from a lot of the lenders that it's good. the interest rates are gonna stay this way at least until some point into 2021. So you have some time, maybe an early Christmas gift or your Christmas gift, it's a new car, a new house, you don't make me go buy a new house
0: too okay listen y'all be coming to my mansion next year how you get this girl those interest rates are low
2: <laughs> as long as you got a room for me i'm all in support so more power to you
0: i'm gonna go get that 10 bedroom five
2: bathrooms okay <laughs>
0: interest rates are low credit is good we good <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, low, mortgage rates are still the same so if you buy outside <laughs> of your budget you still gonna have a high payment every month <laughs> and then <invest> that's that part
2: <laughs> and that's the other thing <laughs> just because they approve you for more house just yeah. like LaShonda was saying does not mean you need to go in and let people convince you that just because you're approved for $400,000 means you can spend four hundred and fifteen dollars or even four hundred. dollars because like they, <laughs> you know, they will do it you <laughs> know we 'll do it i 've seen a lot of house hunters episodes where all of a sudden, well honey let 's go over that budget, and amazingly, they can and do, and it 's i don 't know how that happens in reality, so just keep that in mind so we can keep it
1: positive. yes, know your budget still still mm-hmm. model for two thousand twenty, but just a little helpful tip um, another positive thing that have happened this year is a lot of. Babies have been made or came about or people have had babies, baby showers, baby gender reveals, baby get togethers. Um, they may look a little different. I've seen some Zoom baby showers, some Zoom or some drive by baby showers. Um, but it, the downtime has allowed, you know, people if that was part of their plan or their goals to have some time to focus on making that a goal and you know, making a baby or however the process is for you to have a baby. Um, or if you were already pregnant, to be able to stay home. I know a lot of people that had babies earlier this year and their maternity leave not necessarily got extended, but they instead of going back into the office, they were still at home. Um, so they got to spend more time with their babies instead of rushing back off after 12 weeks and going back into an office because the office was closed. So this year has really afforded an opportunity for families to be spending a lot of time together, which has its pros and its cons, but by default, it forced you to spend some time, get to relearn your kids, relearn your spouse, relearn yourself and all of that in your family atmosphere. And if it's also being pregnant, you know, it's a great time to be pregnant as well because nobody's doing anything. I remember my first pregnancy with my son, I had a lot of FOMO because all my friends were doing all these fun things, and I was the pregnant lady over here, couldn't do anything. Couldn't go to the girls' trip, couldn't do any of this stuff because it would be too hot, and I just couldn't do it. So there's, you know, this time around, if you're pregnant and it's in a pandemic, you don't have any FOMO. You can just be pregnant and enjoy because everybody's stuck at home. What?
0: I will say with this pregnancy thing, I think this is so smart. People are like, oh my God, I can't have baby showers. What, are you crazy? You know how much money you're saving on a baby shower? Like just drive by, give me my gifts, I don't have to feed you. And then even with weddings, like people's like, oh my God, I feel so sad about these people that can't have weddings because of the pandemic. What? Drive by, give me my gift, and I don't have to feed you. I don't have to spend all this money. You know how much money you save on a building? On a caterer oh my god listen true listen, I mean, y'all, y'all should look at this in a negative way this is positive you're saving money you can save that money you was gonna spend on the wedding and go get your house with your low interest rates okay,
2: <laughs> okay. that that five bedrooms and five bathrooms yes yeah, my five bathrooms and 10 bedrooms because i didn't have to pay for a wedding <laughs> now speaking as the only person here who has not had a wedding yet i will say I think it I, I'll take the optimistic route of I can have a limited guest list, mm-hmm. you know, have something outside so it can still be because you know, the, the guests have what you're paying for, you know, for the food and you know, seats and all that stuff. And luckily for me, I don't like that many people anyway. So I'm not gonna have a lot of people like a lot of randoms at my wedding. I feel like it should be like, a hey, I really like and care about you. You should come witness this event in my life. So you know, I do think a limited guest list can be a nice, like the, hey, we can't have all of these randoms at our wedding, you know, because of what's going on in the world could be a nice uh, reprieve from having to necessarily like invite people just, you know, kind of save other relationships and things like that. This really it's not about you and your significant other. So I think, you know, that could be a a something good that's coming out of this. You can only have the people that really care about you and you really care about And then you get to get creative, you know, with Zooms and stuff like that um, about how you're going to, you know, experience this big occasion in your life. And it's definitely about who you're going to be with, because at this point, you know, taking a honeymoon is going to be a little rough. So you might as well go back to your house and hope that you guys really like each other because you're going to be spending a lot of time together. Yes. For
0: the honeymoon, if you guys have problems on a honeymoon... And y'all don't want to spend time each other. Y'all probably should have, you know, what, what is it, 90 days? 90 days. 90 day fiance? Yeah, yeah, 90 days. You can rethink this thing, but because if y'all have a problems at the honeymoon stage, I'm just going to go ahead and say you might just, might not be the one. <laughs> That's fair. Because you should be getting pregnant within that first 90 days. I'm just <laughs> might not be the one. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> you know. I'm all for people that want to have, like, a limited wedding or whatever. But if you're also one of those people that were like, no, I want to have my wedding, then, you know, 2021 is also a, another great year. There's nothing wrong with pushing it back year, giving yourself more time to pay for things or whatever. Also very much so a fan of a limited guest list. But I'm also very much so of a fan of only inviting people you want, whether it's a lot of people or yes. not. I mean, I, I, I was one of those people that never felt pressured to invite people on the strength of like on some relationship or like building a relationship type thing. We ain't have a relationship prior to the wedding. I ain't I mean, I wasn't about- I would have got that
0: for you. Exactly. I would
1: have got you. I, it ain't, that wasn't how I went into it. But you know, everybody's <laughs> different. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, this was the year to get creative on some things but I absolutely agree like baby showers and stuff yeah it's expensive so shoot drive on by drop off the gift that's cute and a time <laughs> that you're pregnant anyway you don't really have time to be doing all the socializing anyway you'd be tired halfway through your baby shower. Mm-hmm. so shoot a drive-by sounds just good to me
0: yeah so fyi guys if i have something coming up i don't need anything creative to drop by drop off my gift that's all that's all i'm all i'll send you my thank you card
2: Girl Krista, we'll do you want better. Just do an Amazon registry. We'll just send we'll just deliver it. There just just
0: deliver it, you know? But I will say my anniversary is coming up in a couple months. So they said a second wave is coming back around. The first wave hasn't left, but the second wave is coming back around. So I will say that I didn't want to travel for my anniversary but i'm afraid because i know like i see a lot of celebrities taking risks i'm like do you guys have something know something we don't know because why y'all still traveling to these places you know so i do want to travel but i'm afraid to travel because i have a child so i don't want to put her life at risk you know and then i don't want to be like have to take time away from my child because i went to some high-risk place you know i just feel like it's irresponsible um but i will say that i'm having some hard i'm having a hard time thinking of some ideas for something to do for my anniversary because i do want to do something creative and something big so do you guys have any ideas not only for me but it may be some people out there like what are you guys talking about like i want to do something fun and creative it's like i don't, I don't want to be in the house during the pandemic so you guys have any ideas
1: Nah, <laughs> I mean, my, my one year anniversary is coming up on Monday and we're just going to, I mean, we're going to do like a cute, like we're going to go to our favorite restaurant, like during a non-busy time and like do other stuff that's more home-based. But I, again, 2020, I planned a whole weekend good away and, you know, so we'll just push it off till next year is kind of my thought. Like, it's fine. I'd rather again be safe than sorry. Kind of like how Crystal was saying, like, to me, it's not worth it. I always just
2: try and pay attention to what people like and do more of a thoughtful gift, you know, and in the case where you can't go out, I would really just try and be paying attention to <clears throat> what people are interested in and trying to do, and then kind of trying to find a creative gift around it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, that's typically my MO. Cause yeah, I mean, not being able to travel and have the experience together, you do have to come up with something a little different. Um, I don't know, next time travel that I'm thinking about is honestly Christmas and getting creative and my creativity might be a 14 hour drive. So we're gonna see. Yeah. you And having like Mountain Dew code red to get me through. (laughs) I'm bringing it back. Old school.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Crystal, you know, you could always, you know, get the the most banging big Fredericks of Hollywood and Victoria's Savage Fenty and, you know, live your best life because, (laughs) you know. (laughs) I'm gonna be pregnant for my anniversary. Okay. That's it. That's it.
2: You're welcome. And then you'll get your drive-by. Yeah. (laughs) Make sure y'all drop off bottles and the anniversary gift. Okay. (laughs) Because that's what it's looking like.
0: (laughs) What's something else good that's come out
1: of this pandemic, y'all? Um another good thing. Another good thing that came out of this pandemic. I'm trying to think because um, I feel like I listed off the top three. So now, it's, I guess it's a grab bag of, oh, another like thing that came out is like people's passionate projects, like certain mm. people had time to take time to learn maybe another language or whatever. I know for me personally, it's been investing, like really learning how to invest and in what that means, what mm-hmm. stocks mean, what options mean and like doing it and doing it, I would say a little successfully. Um So, like, taking the time to spend some time knowing how to do that and learn that, I've been grateful for that. What are some things you guys have been grateful that you've had the time to do? Um,
0: I'm, uh, I'm looking into investing in myself. So I think, too, like, if you want to be an
1: entrepreneur,
0: you know, pick up a side hustle. hustle. I've seen a lot of people that have been forced to do that because they lost their jobs or, you know, they're just in the house and they just finally have the time to invest in themselves and invest in their future. So I just think that it is important. Now, if you do have a passion, if you do have something, a business that you do want to grow, like everything is online now. Like if you want to go get a certification like there's free online certifications through Harvard, you know, so you can just go and focus on something that you've been trying to do for so long. But as Tim said earlier, you have that long drive back and forth to work. And you know, once you get home, you're away from home all day from your your kids and you have to like be a wife, mom, whatever you have to be. Um, and now you have the time, a little more downtime because you don't have that, um, commute back and forth that you can just take more time to invest in yourself. Like that time that you would get up and drive to work, you could take that time to figure out your business plan, you know, or educate yourself on something that you do want to do. You know, you could take online courses or you can, you know, find a mentor that can talk to you during that time to figure out, um, what's the best way to invest in yourself and invest in that business.
2: Mm -hmm. I appreciate that people are more aware of cleanliness yeah just here's a good Clorox wipe here's bleach just you know that's nice to be like washing your hands isn't a suggestion it's not a recommendation like it's really a requirement um you know just (laughs) making me feel like people are starting to take something seriously that should be a part of the norm but shockingly isn't yeah um you know and i guess being more um purposeful and spending time with you know like family friends things like that like when you don't get to do it from months on end and then you're like wow this is actually really important uh because it's different when you don't have a choice yeah you know um Versus, you know, like, okay, make more time to FaceTime with family and things like that. So I can like purposely checking in, making sure everything's good. If you need anything, stuff like that. So in a weird way, being unable to connect forces you to connect, especially with those that you're like, okay, you know, you're important to me. Let's make sure you good and and all that stuff. So that's been, that's been good. You know, you definitely find out who cares (laughs) when you're in a pandemic. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's true. I i noticed that as well. Like, with my um, to be honest, like, you know, how I seen a meme that said that, um, that you really know who your friends are because if you haven't connected to them in the during this pandemic, and people was like, Really? We're in a pandemic, you never know what someone's going through, you need to connect with someone. But I will say that. I have been able to connect with my friends during the pandemic. Like I'm, you know, and I'm in a bunch of different group chat chats and everything. So it's just like it's been really good. And we, you make that extra effort. Like I have a friend that came up with um, check in Tuesdays. So every Tuesday we check in with each other just to make sure that you know we still keep your head above water. So I think we have learned a lot about the people that we are connected to um, during this pandemic. But if people haven't hit you up. You don't know what they're going through, because right know, so don't don't get offended by it or feel like oh this person isn't really my friend or this family member has to hit me up. You know we in a, we are in a pandemic, and you know we are in a state of emergency, not just from the pandemic. <laughs> you know for our yeah. community alone, so you never know what someone's dealing with.
2: Right. Yeah, you gotta take it with a grain of salt because between. We got natural disasters. We got all types of things happening. We got, you know, cultural movements going on. It's 2020, we got murder hornets, you know, it's, it's 2020. That's why we're trying to take some of the positive things from it because if you don't take the time to try and find something positive, you will get very easily bogged down with the negative. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Is anyone cooking? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Started. Go ahead, LeSean. I was just going to ask, has anyone cooking skills improved? Not that they needed to improve, but like, have you been able to make dishes that you couldn't do any other time because you're cooking more now? How is that working out for everybody?
0: I thought that was shade. Because you said not that they, <laughs> not not that they needed to improve. No. <laughs> that was shade. Not at all. Not at all. And <laughs> we still making turkey and cheese sandwiches over here? Like, nah. <laughs> no. I will say I have tried new dishes, but I try new dishes when I'm trying to be healthy anyway, because i would be like, oh, let's try this healthy dish, and I just look up a recipe online. But far as improving, I just feel like I'm still cooking because we got to eat, so I guess.
2: <laughs> I guess. I will say I am probably cooking less than I intended to, and mostly because the first three months, like everything I ate was something I cook, I bought whatever. And I just got to the point where I was so tired of eating what I had cooked. It was just like, I want not do this anymore. Um, and plus, like, when you live by yourself, like, you also have to be careful how much you cook in because then it's how much are you eating by yourself? And when you're in the sweatpants and the workout pants, you know, sometimes um, that can lead to a bit of a fantasy world about, like, how clothes fit so (laughs) you have to be (laughs) 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 so you have to be careful and be like one day you will have to wear jeans again one day you're gonna want to put that dress on because when you go to the bar you're gonna want to have you know be like ooh, who's that (laughs) so yeah I'm actually probably cooking less I need to get into like the hello portion control and I'm not just gonna sit around and be like ooh, ice cream so yeah
1: So you, you cooking over there? <laughs> I mean, I'm hungry a lot and I have very specific wants and most of that stuff comes from me cooking very specific things. So by default, yes, I've been cooking more only because I want certain things right now and I have to have them and I don't have much patience to not have them. So, yeah, by default, um, but portion sizes, you know, we're still praying about that. We're still working on that because I want what I want when I want. So,
0: yeah. Right, like that's, that's fair. Something over there, like she asked this question. What you
2: cooking? You got so No, I ain't doing no cooking. I'm just talking. I ain't doing no cooking. <laughs> I don't think that's true, ma'am. I happen to know you make a very mean breakfast. <laughs> yeah, that that's true. But you know that that's very few. Uh, very, that's not often <laughs> I don't know I was on the I was, um, it was my grandmother's birthday but last week and I was on the phone with the family we were doing a big FaceTime and somehow the topic of like hoe cakes came up and the, the fact that next time the family's together everybody needs to like have breakfast and get some hoe cakes and you know we're from the south so what's
1: hoe okay. cakes?
2: It's essentially like pancakes
1: Oh, uh, because I was
2: yeah, blank? Because- like, <laughs> Just, no, it's not an innuendo of any sort. It's really it's literally food.
1: <laughs> I think we all was like, "Oh well." <laughs> <No. What? laughs> you need to tell us more. You might have to tell us more offline. Cause I'm like, "What
0: is hoe cakes? Like you eat no. the pancakes today the the after and What I
2: don't know." But <laughs> <laughs> that's just shaking. like some your grandma, like what is this? <laughs> I, I should have explained this. No, no shade from grandma. It's literally just, you know, like, it's essentially pancakes. I think some of the ingredients are a little different. Um, Cause like, I would grow up eating hoe cakes. I just never had to make them because, you know, grandma and mom made them. But yeah, so no, hoes do not make the cakes. It has nothing to do with hoes. I actually don't know why they're called hoe cakes. <laughs> okay. So you can tell I'm from the South. Cause I'm just like, yeah, let's have hoe cakes. Don't yeah. think about anything else. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and i will say because i did i feel like i shaded my husband because i said he couldn't cook so let I me mean, just say that my husband didn't get up and make bacon pancakes and eggs yesterday and i didn't have to touch a thing and he washed dishes so i ain't gonna shade him he did cook because i told y'all my husband can't cook but he can make some mean hot dogs and stuff and he made a mean breakfast okay he probably listened to the episode and he felt some type of way probably but <laughs> there you go redeeming my husband you did de-
2: Need that booth, okay? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Shout out to because the Lord has blessed me greatly in that area. <laughs> <laughs> What's up?
0: Some other good things that came out of this pandemic, y'all.
2: Hmm.
1: I learned that. Well, okay. Prior to the pandemic, this is like a first-world problem. I went to get my nails done all the time. Um, I never had bare nails um, ever. And this pandemic has taught me that, that, you know, I can live with a bear now or two. Um, I tried pressing nails. The pandemic has taught me that that's not my ministry. Um, I lost them in various locations, like to my child into their seat. There goes, the nail. like it was just, it was too much cause I was trying to do the Cardi B nails and it was, it wasn't meant to be for me. I really wanted it to be for me, but it wasn't. So the pandemic has taught me that I need to sit down when it comes to my nails and just let them be bare. And that's fine.
2: You know what, on that note, it has taught me to start to deal with my natural curl pattern. Uh, Because as we all know, I cut my hair about a month ago. Well, yeah, almost two months ago now, you know, and I'm like, uh, I'm doing it more uh, at home. and I. I purchased a, a hot comb, hopefully one that, you know, I tried to like stay in the middle because I didn't want to get one that like, I would be burning my own scalp. <laughs> and like, I've avoided one because I'm like, mm, you know, you sneeze and all of a sudden you've got to burn on your forehead. So yeah, I've been learning to deal with that more, exploring my my natural hair and kind of going on that journey.
0: Yeah, I, I I always explored my natural hair. So in that in that case, I'm just like, I'm tired of my natural hair. <laughs> and it's taught me during this pandemic that I want some braids and I don't want to do my natural hair. So, but I will say, y'all, uh, I got a secret. I've been going to get my nails done. Yeah. Surprisingly, and y'all know okay. I'm a germaphobe. Okay. But I've been going actually quite regularly to get my nails done. And this is the reason like, I'm not more of a, I get simple manicures. And I really, I'm really not like a, I got to have a manicure, but the pedicure, like I just, I was tired of walking around, my feet was crusty. Like I just couldn't do it anymore. Like I just had to go get a pedicure. So, right. um, yeah, y'all, I have been going to the nail salon and give them a little pity and um, don't judge me, but surprisingly I have out of all people, right. think it will be me. <laughs> so, yeah.
2: Hey, girl, as long as you masked up and safe. Mm -hmm.
0: (sighs) See, I think it's because like I let my friends go before me, and then like they were going quite randomly. so I was like, you know, they still living, so I may be okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with that.
0: But, yeah. I will say something
2: else.
0: Sybil did bring up a good point, though. Sybil did say that, um, You know, we were talking about going through the state of emergency and, you know, the attack on the culture right now. I will say, of course, that's negative, but the positive thing about it is that people are paying more attention now. And not only are, you know, our counterparts paying more attention, but we're paying more attention to ourselves as the community and we're willing to stand up more. Like we look at people like Portia Williams, of course her grandfather stood for that and they have an organization, but now she's more active and now she's out there fighting, you know? So I just think it is important that we're coming together as a community and we're opening up these conversations where people, uh, I think in the past, You know, people just, it was in their, it wasn't really in their face like it is now. Like they knew it exists, but they were just like, oh, we're just going to pass it off. We don't really have to pay attention to it. But now that everyone's at home and now that you're more focused on the media right now, it's just like really in your face and you have to tune in to what's happening. And of course, people are still going to feel the way that they feel. There's still going to be racism. But at the end of the day, it's in your face and you can't ignore it. So I just think that's a good thing that's came out, that has come out of this pandemic, is that, hey, there is a problem. We need to fix this problem, and we're willing to fight for this problem. Yeah.
1: So like we were saying, even though the pandemic has caused a lot of issues in our lives, there has been some positives. We wanted to just spend some time today with you guys going over that, because again, we want to make sure you're still having a level of optimism within the pandemic, because again, we're maybe heading into a second wave, maybe we're not. I don't know, either way, we're still in it. So we need to, you know, stay positive as much as we can. And I will throw it off to Sybil to close us out.
2: So with that in mind, I'm um, gonna close it out with a quote actually from the Dalai Lama. So, optimism doesn't mean that you are blind to the reality of the situation. It means that you remain motivated to seek a solution to whatever problems arise. So we just want to encourage everybody to, you know, keep seeking solutions, keep your head up, do the best you can. Um, Please continue the conversation um, with us at tshedpodcast at gmail.com. You can always uh, hit us up on Instagram at tshedpodcast. So we will talk to you guys soon. Bye.
0: Bye.